Hello and welcome to another episode of... Skeletons in the attic. My name is Brent. This is Patrick. Our show is overly dramatic. Our Our show is is overly dramatic. dramatic. Yeah. Hey, man, we had a show. Yeah, absolutely. We had a show. Yes, and uh, cops didn't show up. The cops did not show up, although it would have added to the audience. Right, that would have been nice. I don't. Yeah, see, like it's. Uh, I want to start a movement called defund the audience. Right. <laughs> we'll take some money from the audience as they as they leave our show. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that would have been nice, man. Did uh, Did you get some nice feedback? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had a really good time. The audience had a good time. Yeah. Headliners had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. They're operating in some strange conditions in these actual comedy clubs now, right? Right. I haven't been to any since the COVID thing. What? Um... Well, we had two headliners, Ernie right. Vicente and Tamara Siobhan. So Ernie was saying about performing at Absolute. There's okay. uh three. Uh see-through screens in front of him really so he can't see the audience he's seen a reflection of himself (laughs) is there is there a hole cut about two-thirds down uh (laughs) like a glory hole (laughs) if i know ernie and i think i do uh, really so it was like uh like some kind of yeah so there's like plexiglass right in front of you weird yeah very very it's a it's a strange time right now man to to be performing in the city um uh, yeah i don't know like i'd rather not do it until it's ready to get back to normal but, i think so you know, it's getting longer and longer between estimations so. and in small rooms the That's max right. that they can have would be like eight or like yeah, yeah. which is so. usually the max they get anyway on a regular like yeah Oh, we can only have we can only have a third capacity. Yeah. yeah, comedy night. That's what you're gonna get. That's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Anyway, people had a good time, so we'll have another one in mid-September. We'll we'll let you guys know on the yeah. podcast. Are are we gonna talk about the Raptors? They they're killing they're it right now, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, looking strong. Think they'll repeat? I sure hope so. Okay. That would that would go well for Nick Nurse. He's he's coaching his butt off, man. Yeah, and it would justify a lot of uh, you know after they lost uh, what's his name Kawhi. Yeah, after after their star dipped, um, everyone thought, okay, well that was that was nice while it lasted, but yeah. they're done forever. No. So it's good that they're charging back. Oh, yeah, I, I don't have... really, I don't watch any sports these days. Okay. But, yeah. In so. the in the mess of this COVID system with. with it feels like kind of club level basketball because all the teams are there and we all know who the star players are and they, they all socialize and stuff. So it's like right. a big tournament. Right. But in that mess, I think the Raptors do well because they don't actually need, you know, like a strong fan base to get them going. They have really right. good coaching. They right. have a lot of talent and they are very well. They have good structure and good experience now having been yeah. to the finals. So. It's a, as they'd say in hockey, it's a deep bench. It's a deep bench, man. Yeah. They are, they're loaded. So they're yeah. looking good. Lakers, yeah. not so much. Even though, like, most okay. of America wants the Lakers to win. They lost last night. Right. Yeah. To the number eight seed. And who's that? Uh, the Blazers. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony and the Portland Trailblazers beat them last night. So. Interesting. Yeah. So where are we in the in the seating? Like how where Raptors are number two. Okay. Seated number two. Okay. Um yeah, they, they have a pretty easy matchup for the, the first Lakers, round. The Lakers are number one. The Lakers are number one in their division, yeah. Okay. One versus eight. Yeah. How far away is the uh or is the final? Well, uh, they're first round of playoffs right now. Right, okay. Yeah. We got a while. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, what else happened for you this week, man? 
Um, what did happen? <laughs> I'm sure all kinds of fascinating things. Oh, I was hanging out actually. Um, yeah, my when you have a when you have like a drummer. Yeah. Even if he's not, even if you're not playing like these days, he's your drummer for life. Always. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like saving somebody's life. They owe you servitude yeah. for the, the rest of their life. So no, I was hanging out actually with my, uh, my drummer, John Chisco. Okay. I'd give, I'd throw him a plug actually, because not only is he the best drummer in, in town, but he also is an amazing photographer. Yes. Yes. I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah. I've, I've hated every single picture he's taken of me. But I like the stuff that he gets of other people. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's not the photographer. Uh, I, I'd say there's no, no doubt. <laughs> it's totally me. Dude, see, people think, people think I'm arrogant. But I am the first one to, to fully realize how hideous I am. Like, women tell me I look really good in the dark far away. Right. All right. Yeah, thank you. So no, we were hanging out at our at the local venue at King Henry's Arms, right. which is where I do my comedy night, the Lone Cat Comedy Night Wednesday. Yeah. I can't remember the time. I think it's Wednesdays eight at o'clock. Nine, eight o'clock. Eight okay. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesdays eight to ten. We're not back yet, but it's nice. We're seeing a little bit of progress because there was a few full tables on the patio. Okay. Space to table apart. Yeah. And there was a handful of tables inside. Everybody was doing the mask to go to the bathroom and go mm -hmm. to the and stuff like that. So everyone's observing precautions and it is getting busier. So I'm right. just, it was nice hanging out with my musician friends and, you know, thinking about getting back into the comedy there. So yep. hopefully, you know, we're, we're around the corner from some progress. You know, what's funny is the sound might actually be better on the patio than inside of the bar right. itself. <laughs> Yeah. The, the the setup in there is, is tight. It's tight with uh Well, it's like I always said that playing at King Henry's, it's like playing to a train car that hates comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect for us. <laughs> so it goes so deep deeply back. It's it's like a, an L shaped venue. Yeah, yeah. It goes so far back. Um and you're playing to like, you know, you feel like Ethel Merman. Hello everybody. You know, so it's yeah. uh, you just got to get a wireless mic so that you can just walk and annoy every table. You, yeah, because people love it when people <laughs> come up to them when they're eating. And just repeat the punchline seven times exactly. in a row. Yeah. Until they even though, give you... even though it wasn't funny in the first yeah. place. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that used to happen to me all the time, especially with musicians, because they, they'd say something really stupid. Right. Because they're always testing jokes on me, right? It's so the I'm worst. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not bad. He goes, oh, <laughs> you don't get it. I'm like... No, I get it. Yeah, I get I, it. I do get it. I just think it's not funny. Yeah. And they can't accept that. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Comedians speaking to one another is the worst because we always try our stuff on each other, right? Like, right. <laughs> we got to stop that, man. Like, it's you not. Can, it's not a show. Just, just be normal. Be normal. You can, for a you can tell. You can tell when a comedian when you're talking to a comedian trying to run some material, but you can tell they're not listening to you. No, just, <laughs> their mind is racing to find something that they have that's similar. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, what, what was his name? Sai Kit, the um, yeah, yeah, Chinese. He's so. He at one point he was on stage and he said something in his very thick Mandarin accent. Yes. He said like, "Oh, comedians are not team players," and that just cracked me up. Absolutely, we're the worst. Comedians 100%. are not team players, and I don't want to alienate anybody. But I don't really care, but it's the only entertainment form where I found that rank amateurs want to be treated like professionals. Oh, you know, like where's yeah. my dressing room? I don't know. Where's your laughs? Work your way up. Yeah, yeah. work your way up. Me. Get more than a laugh every five minutes, and then we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. But they immediately, they, they do two open mics and they want Hendrix's spot at Woodstock. No, so, no. Every, yeah. every, every comedian who takes the stage always thinks they're the greatest right away, right? So yeah. there's a process and hopefully they learn. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully they learn. Hopefully yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Hum, the humbling process is productive. Yeah. Have you seen uh, what's going on in Wuhan? Uh, you see that? They had a wild party. In Wuhan? Wuhan, China. Wow. Yep. Uh, so it was inside of a water park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like, okay, so they were on lockdown for like 76 days. 76, That's not two short. weeks, not two weeks. Right, right. 
right? The the they seventy six. So they had ups and downs with waves and yeah. seventy six days, no cases of COVID. So I okay. guess it's fair to assume it's it's done. It's got to be done, right? Okay, it's got to be done. Uh, how can it not be done? Everybody went out, man. There was zero social distancing. Yeah. There's pictures on the internet. I don't know if they're real or not. It could be doctored, but it seems pretty real. There's pictures okay. all over the internet and on some credible sites. Right. They were partying it up, shirtless, yeah. sitting on floaties. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. Wow. Well, floaties in Wuhan. Yeah. That's my band in college. Yeah. But, uh, um, I, I imagine you would be at that party if you were in Wuhan right now. Um, I don't know, because like the social distance thing has worked for me because I'm agoraphobic and I hate people. Okay. So okay. It's not, it wasn't ever a safety precaution with me. Enough. I don't like going into stores with other people anyway. That, all right. So it works yeah. for you. Would yeah. you Would you have been there? Would you have been on the floaty? I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably be a lot more than shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Oh man, this is, it was a wild week. I took the kids to the zoo, and um, oh, yeah. yeah. So we're 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 gonna be late. This was like two days ago. We're we're gonna be a little bit late heading on the four hundred. We went to Elmvale Zoo. It was it was like fun and sad at the same time because you know the <laughs> animals are trapped in this these tiny spaces. Like the panthers in like a twelve by twelve foot cage. Oh. No room. No like, room. It's like the old Bronx, the old Bronx Zoo. Oh man, it was horrible, horrible to see how tight they were. Hmm. Anyway, we're on the way there, and we're like running a bit late. My wife calls the zoo. She's like, "Yeah, so we had we have to like reserve a spot." They're like, "Yeah, it's fine. Um, just so you know, there's gonna be a tornado there in ha- in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's heading our way. Just so you know." I was like, "Just so we turn you know. around, babe. Do, should we like what should we do? You've seen, you've seen Twister, man." Yeah, I've, it's, never, it's never the wife and kids that's going up in the tornado. No, it's, oh, it's, it's always the guy. Yeah, it's the black guy driving the, the poor, Yeah, the poor dad, right? Like, no, no turning around, man. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. Oh, the kids so, were going crazy. I'm sure, yeah. In the car. Because that's so like, really, I mean, that's a good deal because it's two for one. You get to see miserable caged animals and a tornado whip, whip them away. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Like a perverse Possibly. Possibly. You, you ever play you ever play some nineties rock music for, for kids, young kids? Um, I don't have a lot of young kids in my life. All right. Uh, why? Uh, what did you play? I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a good idea. Right. And I'm like, you guys are gonna get a little history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so I put on Radiohead Creep. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and then the line comes in. I'm so in special. <laughs> and I'm a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. So we're not making it on CBC anytime soon. That's that's but, just yeah. Hey, it's your story, man. I love Radiohead, man. That was that was my jam back in high school, man. Oh, absolutely. But you didn't play the the edited you didn't play the radio version? No, I played I played whatever was on iTunes. Yeah. Okay. So you get what you get yeah. <laughs> and, and you change the song and pretend that you didn't hear it. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they have, if they have tranny strippers doing library readings, I don't you think mean transgender, they, transgender. Did I say what? You can't I, say, I thought, oh, did I? Yeah. You can't, you can't oh. say the shortened form. Oh, right. Yeah. So the trans, the transgender, yeah. Transgender. Yeah. Um, strippers. Right. Doing library readings. Right, okay. For kids. So I don't think Spotify playing proper Radiohead is going to be too traumatic. Oh, yeah. Well, we get what we get. We get what we get. I said it like Sinatra says broad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all, we're all just learning. The, the, even Dave Chappelle gets it wrong, but so we're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, actually. I like that 846, but he was really nasty to someone I don't like. But it Okay. I don't like Candace Owens particularly. Yeah. Um, I don't like her at all, actually. Okay. But he was really nasty and rude, and everybody cheered it. And I just thought that's really that's kind of 
scummy because if that was like a, a liberal black woman, you'd yeah. be in shit for saying it. Uh huh. He was just nasty to her. I didn't like that. Dave tends to go hard if if he really doesn't like your guts. He right. doesn't care, and he's at a level now where I would say probably he's uncancelable. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they, they tried to cancel him in earlier in the year. Yeah. Or, last year and it didn't take no even with his netflix special that was sort of controversial talking about transgenders in a negative light people people loved it because <laughs> it wasn't controversial to 99 percent of the population that's true that's correct and that's questioning correct. something doesn't put it in a negative light if you're that's so correct. if you're so fragile about your state of being maybe you need to look into yourself yeah instead of accusing yeah. everybody else of violence maybe think okay maybe i'm being unreasonable yep yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. That's all gonna right. Be, that's going to be a lot of those choppy edits. Right? <laughs> no, it's yeah. not, no editing, man. I don't edit. I only edit if, if <laughs> we're words and stuff. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We got uh, our first topic. Um, you talk about a little bit of local. This one's not even a question. This is just like schools are reopening. Right. Do you send your kids or not? <laughs> people are asking me because i'm a teacher so yeah well what do you think obviously you teach teenagers right yeah so yeah. it's uh, is there a different dynamic between like you know little kids like yours and teenagers do you think? uh well the government the the provincial government i'll say um they have two sets of protocol so high school kids there's an alternating schedule there's day one day two they come in one day and then they're home one day for online instruction okay this is for high school yeah right and there's also a max of say 15 kids in a class at a time okay because they can do the day one day two thing right elementary on the other hand these are kids who can't stay home by themselves right right parents have to send them in some cases there's no cap on the numbers okay. and kids have to come in every day and also uh, grade four and up are the ones wearing masks. So grades kindergarten one, two, and three are not wearing any masks. Okay. Now the numbers are so-so with regard to how much these young kids can spread the virus. They're still kind of questionable. There's no like hard evidence on but, yeah. but they, they can spread. Yes, they're less likely, but yes, they can still spread it. So do you send your kid or not? People are like asking me. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I'm not comfortable either way. Right? Yeah. It's a paradox. Because you get yeah. some, parents, some parents are like, well, you know, I, I'm worried about my child and the outside influences, but also please get them out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, parents are ready to, like, if, if, if there was that spacing and safety, and let's say, let's say it was outdoor, outdoors, and, you know, or the, there's, like, a good ventilation system happening where it's kind of like an outdoor setting, parents would easily send their kids and just be happy to get, I mean, for some of us, we've had our kids in-house for almost six months. Sure. <laughs> That's a long time. I know. We're I frustrated, guess. man. We want our kids out of the house now. Yeah, I mean, when I first met you, you were like six four. Uh, you know, you had yep. long hair. <laughs> now you're what five I'm two? I'm down to five two. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you look more like Webster than Michael Jordan these days. You know? It's horrible. It's horrible. These kids, they eat you up, man. They eat you up. You didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Do the lead, you didn't do the lead question. I mean, so, no, no. But this was this is just a local. They're just talking. We're just, oh, okay. So what would you, what would you do? Well, I would, um, I keep them home. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. better safe than sorry. I mean, it, I'd rather, I'd rather, um, I'd rather regret them missing out on some curriculum than, yeah. than you know, getting unhealthy. Yeah. And my or, kids are young enough. I don't, I don't even care about the curriculum to be honest. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like I already bought the curriculum books. I bought those yeah. at Costco. They'll yeah. learn. They'll learn what they learn. If, if anything's yeah. missed, I go through it with them. So the curriculum itself is not a worry. It's more like the social piece of, you know, yeah. meeting your friends and stuff. But. 
Well, that's that's very true, and I think people are doing that in social circumstances anyway. But yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. Like, it's we're we're being conditioned, and I don't like it. Yeah, that's you know? true. We're being Imagine conditioned. this before. Right. It is a social experiment. Yeah, <laughs> social, and we are we're in the middle of the rat cage. We're being taught to have fears over something that you probably shouldn't be scared of. Right. You know, right. so I don't, I don't like it. It bugs me. So my suggestion is call up your, uh, so the provincial government is stalling on, you know, policies for the elementary. Mm-hmm. Call up your federal government. Oh, wait. <laughs> Justin Trudeau just called for a prorogation of parliament. He's shutting it down. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> Until late September. Well, he's, he's busy. Uh, <laughs> He's got he's got justice to achieve socially. I mean, dude, we yeah. are in the midst of a pandemic and kids are heading back to school, mm-hmm. and there's no policies in a lot of provinces, and you just shut it down. Yeah. You just shut it. That's like yeah. that's like your wife is you know heading in for major surgery, and you're like, you know what, honey, I had this vacation to Bahamas planned. I gotta I gotta go. <laughs> you're just heading out. I would. <laughs> it's hard to get refunds you know it's gonna be, be hurricane season next month. i can't waste this ticket exactly i can't exactly. waste this ticket you know that's understandable i mean if that's a deal breaker then that's not a strong this point. is that uh yeah. <laughs> justin just dipped out on us man I can't. well it's not as it's not as bad as the uh the the crocodile tears democrats in the u.s pretending they care when they clearly don't Entire Congress just took their their summer recess while people are broke and dying and struggling. And Absolutely. Fighting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Justin, the liberals like love to pretend that they're nothing like Americans, but yeah. it's a pretty American douchebag movie just it, pulled there. It's not good timing. It's not good timing, I would no. say. Yeah. Yeah. I think Krista Freeland is probably in the worst position. Yeah. It's her, it's her sink or swim, you know, she's going to be the next prime minister. She's going to have to, uh, guide, you know, maneuver this, this mess. She's in as the first female finance minister. Maybe they were listening to our podcast. We talked about single moms and mothers of three being good with money. Yeah. So instead of the four star hotel, you know, stay with your cousin. Yeah. Stay with your cousin uh, in Ottawa. Let's save some money here. Krista will figure it out. She will. I think she will. Yeah. All right, topic one. Is that me? I think so. All right, so yeah. so I try to uh, I try to cite these. I think I got this off uh, global. Okay. And um, all right, so since you and I have a tradition of misrepresenting news and stats and data <laughs> in, in British, British Columbia, always talk about what you know, Brent. Let's exactly. go to BC. Good. Yeah. So I <laughs> I just look I just click things al- alphabetically. So BC. Yeah. Um, so following, uh, I'm going to do this quick cause it's yeah. uh, following a, a record breaking update on COVID-19 cases in British Columbia, the province's health minister said stricter penalties for rule breakers are coming soon. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Um, speaking from Vancouver Monday afternoon, minister Adrian Dix said ministries met Monday to map out a surveillance and endorse enforcement plan. So I don't like being a Canadian hearing about people doing surveillance and enforcement. Um, the plan will come into effect later this week. He said it's announced the province's attorney general. While details have not been released, so it's open-ended Orwellianism, uh, Dick said the government will take further steps to impose stricter penalties and that local police officers may be part of the enforcement. The minister said many businesses have been inspected, including several banquet halls, bars, restaurants, and nightclubs. Um, The measure, these are the same people that advocated the glory hole. So they're inspecting all these glory hole places. Sure. Um, Just to make sure they're tip top. The measures we, quote unquote, the measures we have to take together, this new normal we have to fashion together and in some ways enjoy together. Enjoy. Um, this new normal is going to be in place for a long time. And the way that we address that, the way we deal with that in society inevitably has to come by choice and by engagement, even though they're not giving you any choice. And by talk, you can tell when I'm stepping out of the quote, um, and by taking each other and encouraging one another when we all fail. 
helping one another up. But on Mondays as well, on occasion, we need to have surveillance and enforcement. I'm going to just skip to the end here. Okay. Um, okay. So going into people's homes, right? Because one of the bits in the article says they're like a lot of the culprits, you know, all our fellow citizens that we're supposed to hate their guts for being normal people. Um, some of them are in private homes. So this, this surveillance and enforcement um, new measures has to do with going into people's private homes. And if you're, I don't care if you're a libertarian or a conservative or, you know, whatever you are, a militiaman, I don't care. The government's saying, well, if you don't do what we say, we're going to go into your homes. That's a friggin' problem for me as a Canadian. So, blah, blah, blah. R, where's my last line? Okay, so going into people's homes. Surveillance, heavy fines, and the hints of jail time are the BC Health Police being overly dramatic. That was long. You, you, ever, you ever seen any... Uh cops on big brother uh no no i've never seen big brother but i yeah. imagine I no the they did they, they haven't had any arrests on that show it's it's i don't get it man like what 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 are we gonna do anymore right if 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 the government is like tracking what the number what was the max number in that article 50 50 50 max. and this is like in a home not that in a wouldn't. home right Imagine like a police comes into your house. He's got the clicker. Right. 43, 44. <laughs> no, I've seen that one already. Four. Right. He's yeah. just lost, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to be, to be a police officer. Poor police. Like, <laughs> and if cops think all Chinese and Indians look alike. Oh, like, man, it's going to be even worse now. There's six people there. They count 89. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, don't smile on your passport. Crap, I turned the wrong way. Oh, that's another three. <laughs> it's awful, man. Yeah, awful. I don't have any... Uh, we talk about this a lot, but it is the dominant factor in all of our lives, right? Yep. So I have no problem with safety precautions. I have yep. no problem with doing recommended things. But mm -hmm. when it starts to enforce, that's when I start having a problem. Because they say, well, that they're, they're disobeying the law. No, it's not a law. It's a guideline from the health ministry. It's not a law. So, and it's not proven anecdotally or statistically to friggin' work. Right. If the distancing works, why do you need the mask? If the mask works, why do you need the distancing? <laughs> right? So none of this is all nonsense. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying go out and cough on people, but it, it's just, no, I'm not saying either that like there's a Chinese it's, spy. You're not saying it's a hoax. Now, I'm not saying it's a hoax, and I'm not yeah. saying it's like a Marxist plot or anything like that. But what I am saying is that it's a happy accident for authoritarianism. Right. People that have that that inclination to to be Orwellian, this is working for them. So uh -huh. they're, they're rolling with it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I don't like it. I don't like the idea of surveillance and enforcement. That's not the society so, that we built. In our city, it is it is a law, it's just not enforced. So it's, it's like, it's a law. Um, it says in the law, you have to wear a mask. But if a store owner asks you and you, you happen to say, I have a health reason, they have right. to leave you alone. Right. Or if they choose to call the cops because you don't give them a health reason, the cops cannot enforce it. So there's no penalty, but it's technically written. So it's you can actually find it on like the Richmond Hill bylaws and all that as a law that's written, but there's no penalty. Right. I like those kind of laws. <laughs> those are the fun laws. It's like school, man. It's like, what, what happens if you're late? Nothing. <laughs> no penalty. I know, eh? What are you, you going to do? Nothing, man. You know? Nothing. But you know what? Like, I was just trying to think, how can we deter people? So I'm thinking, if you want to have one of these parties, maybe make it mandatory for everybody who comes to your party to have a COVID test on the spot. Watch your numbers drop. Sure. That test is painful. You want to get a COVID <laughs> people going all the way up your nose into your intestines. It is pain. That's a long trip. Yeah, it's a long trip. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I say just hire a comedian. You'll have an empty party. <laughs> You'll have an empty <laughs> Like six people there. Uh, but there's uh, there's there's some new research coming out from Israel. Okay. There's a gargle test. 
that's proven to be like 95% effective. So if you and your friends want to have a party, everybody just gargle. Do the test. If everybody's COVID safe, then why, why, why should you restrict the numbers if everybody has proven to be COVID safe? Absolutely. This is like living before COVID. So there should be no problem if everybody passes the test, right? Absolutely. I think so. They used to have a gargle test at the sperm bank. Right? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Can you imagine like trying to get a restaurant table? You go up like, table for two, please. Okay, sir, can you just gargle in this for right. me? Yeah, yeah, spit in that cup. Yeah. Yeah, you passed. <laughs> okay, I'll take you to your table now. This is so weird. That's case in point, just how ridiculous this is getting. You know, and I think, honestly, like, I don't want to rehash the, the same stuff over and over again. But one of the big problems that I have with this is that it has no credibility. Uh -huh. Because they're all saying, oh, these, these are being spread now by, by young people at beach parties and stuff. Right. There's no proof of that. No. There was a party last night. So today I said, oh, it's spreading. It takes two weeks to show. So it's lies. Sure. Also. They didn't sure. dare. They did not dare say a single effing thing to anybody at a Black Lives Matter rally. They don't tell me that normal people doing normal things are spreading this virus like crazy, right. but Black Lives Matter rally, oh, that helped contain COVID. Mm. It's oh, they lies. Didn't that. They didn't say that about the Black Lives Matter. They just like, they kind of, when they talked about that, they were saying, they were kind of weighing. Yeah, which loses credibility for the COVID panic. Yeah. Okay, well, racism is more important than public health. Uh, but your grandmother's funeral isn't. Right. You know, but, but taking your kids somewhere, that's not more important. So racism, public health, feeding your family. So clearly, the people that wrote the rules don't have families to feed. Mm. So, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like a dick about this, but all of these social precautions have no effing credibility because certain people can do certain things and certain people can't. So it's not one law for, for one people. It's it's different. Pick and choose what you want. So a bunch of kids at a beach in Vancouver, you know, get get fined and arrested. Yeah. But, you know, a bunch of people screaming Black Lives Matter with no masks on. Oh, they're doing a noble thing. That's a higher purpose. Bullshit. There you go. Yeah. You have your yeah, yeah you have your opinion. I, I, I agree somewhat. Yeah. I agree somewhat. I just think for for those social justice pieces sometimes there's no choice sometimes there's no choice like if you were if you were um if you were in world war ii and you were jewish and you know you had a chance to march or be killed but you take okay. it no i, I get you know what i mean I like i don't yeah. know and it's not a nice, it's not a nice choice to have to make, yeah. you know, yeah. but what you're saying, you're saying is that a, a prevalent opinion is more important than public safety. You know, you're, that's, I mean, and that's fine. Like we all have, yeah. we all have the issues, but you said like something, social justice like that is more important, but it's, it's an ideology. These are not facts and stats and data. Yeah. There's not black people being killed by cops every single week. It's not an ideology. In not in Canada. Yeah. So it's, it's an ideology that we've chosen to elevate above public safety, but every other single issue is below the public safety right. umbrella. So that's all I'm saying. Okay. Fair. I seem, I seem like I'm getting angry. I'm not. No, that's good. You're passionate. You're passionate. I want fairness uh, for everybody. There's, a, there's just a lot of questions around like who, how are they going to um, go about this surveillance thing, right? Sure. If if you're if you're surveying nightclubs, you have right. your cameras in on the club, you're gonna see a lot more than fifty-one people. Absolutely. You're gonna see a few drug deals go down, perhaps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna see you're a gonna few see things go down too. Yeah, you're gonna see, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna see stuff you don't necessarily wanna see. So I mean it's a can of worms that perhaps they don't want to open, is all. Right. No, I, I, I think so. And also that takes a lot of will, you know. It's easy to announce something, but it's actually much more difficult to to actually go enforce it. To go yeah. Do. So, All right. Anyway. Let's skip to a topic we know a little bit more about. <laughs> <laughs>
We're going to talk about beer, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. They say stick to what you know best, so we talk about beer. Sure. Not just any beer. Not Molson or Guinness or that homemade beer your buddy made because <laughs> <laughs> he just finished an online brewmaster course. No, we're going to talk about a beer company out of uh, Calgary, Alberta. Uh, University of Calgary researchers have teamed up with a U.S. water technology company called Xylem Inc. Yes, Xylem. Xylem. The part of the plant that travels, transports water. And the phloem. The phloem and Xylem. Phloem and Xylem. I just yes. met them. <laughs> I just met them. Good people. Uh, so the goal, the goal of this company was to prove that dirty water, even from flush toilets, can be safe to drink. So they have some superb filtration systems that they wanted to test. And then as a joke, somebody threw out in a meeting, why don't we just make beer? It was a joke. (laughs) Right. But they went with it. They decided, (laughs) okay, instead of making water, we're going to make sustainable beer. Uh The label on on the article actually reads, sustainable water, sustaining beer. Uh-huh. My question, <laughs> is this a good marketing idea or are the doubters of this sustainable beer company being overly dramatic? Wow. So if we put it in layman's terms, it's – I'd rather not put it in layman's terms. Okay. I'd rather keep your terminology. So sustainable, sustainable, recycled beer. <laughs> recycled water beer. <laughs> recycled water beer. Awesome. Oh, so coarse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Well, any American beer. But uh, um, is, that just seems like a legal nightmare, for one thing. I mean, I'd be lining up for the lawsuit. Oh, uh, Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Have you tried it? What do you think? I haven't tried it. Okay. They're still, it's still in kind of, I think they're, they're in the trials right now. Still in the bladder. Yeah, it's, it's still resting in my bladder. Uh, I just want to know, like, why didn't they just stop at water? If that was the original goal of your company, right. you wanted to make good filtered water. Why don't you just right. make a water company? You know, Dasani does the exact same thing. They well, yeah. take that spring water, they filter it once, and they sell it, right? Like, yeah, it's okay. a total racket. But yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's weird. I don't know. The um, I can't honestly, I can't imagine it tasting very good. You know, but I mean, I like Water World, Kevin Costner. You, you know, yeah. but there's a there's a there's a a, a, a movement or a, or a certain school of thought called Europhragia, I think, where okay. people view that the fountain of youth is actually your own urine. And, you know, yeah. if, you, if you drink your own urine, you will stay young and vibrant and healthy, um, which is why I'm old and decrepit and disgusting. <laughs> but, drink yeah. more urine, Brent. Well, maybe, yeah. but it's got it's to be your own. So that's what leaves me out. Right? <laughs> but like <laughs> at the end of a night, what's that? At the end of a, a night, you're drinking with friends at a bar. Right. Can you even tell the difference between like one of those brewmaster beers or certainly yeah absolutely i mean it's all it all tastes the same and it all yeah. really quickly anyway this could be like the buck of beer idea right, right here right like <laughs> you're buying your guinness for like seven dollars and then at the end of the night you're just like i got a beer for you <laughs> this one's a dollar wow it's right. like, oh, you, you can even say like hey doug ford we got your price beat you know? <laughs> yeah it's like 99 cent beer that is right man holy cap i don't know man well i think it would be it would do our our viewer a service if we uh, got some and tried it on on air, yeah, we'd be uh, like uh, be like a like a Mexican standoff. We'd be like, you try it, no, you try it, no, you try it. <laughs> on three, one, two, three, ha! But uh, yeah, I I try it. I'll let yeah. you try it first. Take <laughs> and then I'll then I'll I'll you know then I'll yell about stuff again. I'll take your word for it. I'll be like, nah. But like, how do they sell it, man? How do they sell it? Because you, you got to have a slogan for this company, right? So I looked up right. some of the 10 best <laughs> beer company slogans. 
It's like we're doing a like we're doing a Bill Marshak. We got sketch. we got ten beer company slogans, and I want you to get a get a give me a slogan for this beer company after you hear these. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's some. Adding a joy in your life. Pleasure full of can. <laughs> Let's you celebrate the moments. Beer is full of a new skill. That was weird. Ideas to celebrate moments. Heart of best taste. Adorn your senses with beer. Bringing spirit of life. A new perspective of happiness. Taste the adventure. How would you sell this sustainable beer? Is this, is, it sounds like you're selling Tibetan beer. Yeah. <laughs> Buddha beer. Fuck the Buddha beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Asahi or something. It's like, because it sounds almost, did you write those? Or no, write those them? are, those were legit. This is from, uh, these are slogans that I researched. Yeah, because that seems lost in translation a bit. It sounds like a Japanese. Okay. Kind of, you know. Yeah, so, so they're not like, they weren't particularly funny or anything like that. So how would you, how would you market this beer? Just be like sustainable beer. Eh. Uh, it, yeah, well, I mean. It tastes good. <laughs> it won't right. kill you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It'd be like, you know, uh, let go with the easy flow or something. Yeah. You know, like it's, uh, I don't, you have to lie. You have to, well, not lie, but you have to misrepresent in the title because you can't say what it is. So, I don't know. Call right. it sustain. Or yeah. Whatever or piss stain or something but uh, something man yeah i don't know well those actually those ones you read aren't bad but they don't seem like any north american beer at all no no i didn't i yeah i just went uh w- worldwide so probably lost in translation a bit we're quick to the point we're like yes. get drunk yeah <laughs> and you can hit people with it right like that, yeah, yeah yeah the cops won't smell it so that's what i think uh yeah so i come from a, a country where there are two major beer companies this is trinidad yeah there's there's there and and the companies have managed to convince the public that either you're one or the other you're either a carob drinker or a stag drinker so carob and stag. carob or stag there's no and carob drinkers hate stag stag drinkers hate carob that's how it works like brazilian soccer fans like it's a death sentence to go into their neighborhood 100 percent hundred wow. percent. Okay. So do we have the same kind of thing in Canada? Like if you are a big fan of this sustainable beer, will <laughs> you ever again drink a Molson? I don't think anybody will ever offer you a Molson. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I guess we don't have that same Labatt uh, Canadian rivalry. Okay. It's not like Leafs have. So I think no. usually, nobody really wants to buy Labatt or, or Molson yeah like uh, they that's usually the sort of you know if it's teenagers or a big party and you just need some swill then you yeah. get that or molson but like i i prefer carlsberg and heineken okay so, so i don't know but now i want to try so i do want to try sustainable but i also want to try carob and stag carob and stag they're, what do they like is it like a european uh they're delicious man it, i would say carob is kind of like a corona okay kind of like a corona and then stag would taste not quite Guinnessy. Okay, so it's like but, an AM or stout. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, mm, I can't think of what would be closest to Stag. Kind of. What's the reddish beer that we have here? Rickards. Rickards Red. Yeah, kind of like a Rickards. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think that you and I need to hit the town. I think well, we, we need, need to, to do it on on the show. So yeah. eventually, when uh, when when we can actually do this show live together, right? We'll, we'll have a beer. Yeah, absolutely. And then tell, be fun. Tell, tell, know, tell. And then, as we're each talking, we'll see like the old fist coming, you know, from the other absolutely, side of the camera. absolutely. If you don't get punched in the face, <laughs> I, I will be, and that's fine. Every time I'm like the media lies, you're like yeah. clean show, motherfucker. <laughs> Black Lives Matter is bullshit. I didn't say that. Okay, no, I did not say that. Every uh, see, now, now, we gotta, now we're out. Now we're out. No, it's like uh, I don't want I don't want people to infer that I said black no, lives no, matter is bullshit. No. I said that a lot of stuff about things is bullshit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right. You're on to your topic. 
All right, so I'm going to do this one quick too because it's uh, it's a little bit dry, but it's interesting because we all have usually uh, teenagers get the this is a Samsung, but usually kids get the Huawei. Okay. I'm pronouncing that right. It's not Huawei. It's Huawei. Yeah. Huawei. Okay. okay. So um, the believe it or not, the American government actually once in a while does something relatively useful. No. Uh. You wouldn't know it from the American media, but uh, on Monday, the U.S. Department of Commerce dealt another blow to Huawei. Since May, the U.S. government's been restricting Huawei's ability to purchase and use semiconductors in their products if they're of U.S. origin. IT and security experts from around the world caution that Huawei shouldn't be allowed to play a role in developing the 5G grids of any nation. The concerns are that Huawei is little more than an agent of the authoritarian Chinese Communist Party led by Xi Jinping, although Huawei denies these allegations, obviously. A number of countries have already banned Huawei from working on their 5G grids. Canada, however, can't make up its mind, even despite urgings from the U.S. and other allies that we make the right choice and ban Huawei. So Monday's latest volley reminds us that the United States under Trump is serious about pushing back against Huawei and broader economics encroachments from China. That's their thing. We're not doing it. Um, so although the push, um, the, this was actually started by Obama in uh, 2014. They basically banned Huawei from bidding on U.S. contracts. So why can't Canada fully ban Huawei? Is it because we just have to do the opposite of anything Trump does? I don't know. From, you know, we have to ban them from, from constructing 5G grids or, or working on or helping construct. So are the critics of the company, Huawei, being overly dramatic? This ad was sponsored by AT&T. No kidding, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I held up my Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> now, I agree with uh, Canada putting a hold on the 5G grids until there's more safety research out there on it right but i do not think canada is the international player here okay i did not i didn't realize that it was kind of started by the obama administration right i kind of feel like it's a continuation of 45 and his hate for china just Partly. not want just wanting to you know i feel like that's part of his agenda it's 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 him using his power trying to bully china because he dislikes them and he wants to he wants to impact chinese businesses in in the u.s okay it's a bullying strategy it's a hateful bullying strategy in my opinion sure he threatened well, tiktok already he threatened their other company what's it called wechat right right yeah and he refuses to have campus at American zoos, you know, stuff like, well, no, you're right though. I mean, but everything he does in any regard is bullying someone. Yeah. You know, like he's, uh, that's how, that's how he operates. It's zero sum for him. Yeah. For a negotiation to go well, I have to get everything and you have to get nothing. That's right. And that's not fair. He's a terrible president, but and yeah, I get your point. How do you bully the bully? Like China is a big one. Like you can't bully right. somebody who's just as powerful as you if not more powerful well then it's a showdown it know? is a showdown so okay. he thinks by you know saying hawaii i love how you say that by the way huawei 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 uh by <laughs> by changing their or by Im implementing taxes so it's like it's, it's tariffs right he's trying to put more tariffs on on their sales or banning their sales in the u.s yeah. He wants to ban, ban their sales and ban them from uh, working with any of the other companies on right. U.S. grids. So he doesn't, he doesn't realize there's going to be a, a chain effect to that, right? So what do you think? China's just going to stay there and, and let, let you right. bully yeah. their company? So if you do that, the Chinese respond. Guess who's their number three supplier for phones? Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Right? Apple yeah. is going to be completely affected. They already missed missed out on getting more tariffs from when, when Trump first started putting tariffs on China. Apple kind of skipped over that, and this was December 2019. Sure. Apple was kind of one of those companies who were like, hey, now, we trade with China, so let us off the hook here. Right. 
they didn't get any extra tariffs, which would have raised the prices even more. So now instead of paying like one grand for the new iPhone, you're paying like two or three, right? Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a, a response. China's not going to lay there and let you bully them. Yeah. There's 1.4 billion people. Who do you think has more people to trade with? Well, yeah, that, that's, an interesting, that's an interesting sort of tributary of that because even though they have 1.4 billion people, how, how many of them are in just utter wretched poverty? That's true. So that's true. Like, could you imagine how much an iPhone would cost if they were manufactured in the U.S.? That'd be like like eight thousand dollars for a phone, because of uh, you know union pay and stuff like that. So it's yeah. a delicate balance because ethically we don't want anything made in China by child labor. Yeah. But at the same time, if that child's not making the twenty cents an hour they're getting, then they get zero. Right. So you know it's a, it's a really tough thing. I don't. I don't actually believe that china everything they do is spying no you know, I, th- no. I think that's that's a little paranoid of a lot of people the conspiracy theorists like yeah. the whole covid thing's caused by 5g grids and china's orchestrating this all like a puppet master right i, I think that's highly unlikely i think they benefited from a happy accident with regards right. to with regards to a lot of the i don't know th- this is a whole other but, thing yeah but they have so they have these Part of the article was talking about the superconductors. So there's a science lesson there. There's the, there are these rare, precious transition metals that are in abundance in China. Yeah. And so they help to make the phones and even smaller and lighter, right? And faster at transmitting these signals. Yeah. 71% of these elements are in China. Yeah. In the U.S., it's like 9%. Yeah, so how are you gonna how are you gonna shut them out? You you uh, shut out China, but you're still gonna need their rare metals. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not you're not winning this battle here. That's doesn't make any sense. So it's like should... shutting out it's like shutting out Trinidad knowing you're gonna lose ninety percent of the world's hot women. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, I will agree with that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my country down. <laughs> little, trini, little trini action there for you. But no, yeah, it's it's one of those issues that's really frustrating because we we don't like foreign powers having muscle on us. No. Um, and I think Trump is yeah, that's his ego. Like he just doesn't want anybody having one up on him, except Russia apparently. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't. I don't know where it's gonna go, but it looks like they're serious. They're gonna ban Huawei. So just my my take on it. Is that they're just going to co-opt a Korean company? Yeah. Say, hey, you, you do this for us. We're going to increase your prices, stuff like yeah. that. So it's going to be some companies doing it. Apple is not Apple without Chinese trading. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of other companies whose stocks are on the decline. Mm-hmm. If 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 every time, forty five threatens to put tariffs on China, people's stocks drop. And the tariffs on China actually affect American workers worse. Which I don't think he he doesn't pro- but because they don't affect his companies, right? Of yeah. course, yeah. he's not aware, or he makes himself not aware. Yeah, well, his companies are all Russian money. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, right. This is corruption. This is corruption at its finest. Hard, hard-hitting topics. Yeah. Today and this this week's corruption episode. at its finest, man. Very much. What's your song this week? Is that is that where we are? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's interesting. This, uh, all of the sort of items that we've discussed this week have all kind of blended in to each other. So right. we're going we're to revisit um, something that we discussed earlier. With, uh, Looking forward to it. The good old Justin. Ah. <laughs> I hope it goes well. Can you hear this? Yep. I remember when we used to sit in the Parliament's House of Commons. I'm observing how they call me a hypocrite. Asking me questions that upset me. Hey now, Justin, you misappropriate money that the taxpayers give you but I can't hear them and it's way too late I 
found a way to avoid the questions. Prorogue means no pro. <laughs> prorogue means no pro. Prorogue means no pro. promise never to prorogue but that was when I was in opposition it's so easy to be so moral and straight when you got no actual power but I do whatever the hell I want because I'm a much better person And all them people who tell me that I'm wrong. Don't they know my cabinet's full of women? I'm like my dad. I'm very popular. Yes. Outside places like Quebec and Alberta. Them Tories can chase me, but I said to myself, I will always have the moral high ground. That's why. Pro-rogue means no pro. Pro-rogue means no pro. Cause pro-rogue means no pro. And that's why everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be alright, cause you know that I'm always right. Everything's gonna be alright, cause my wokeness is always tight. <laughs> no prorogue, no probe. Prorogue is no probe. Yep. No prorogue, no probe. Prorogue means no probe. That's a very relevant song. I love it. <laughs> that is so relevant. Oh man, nailed it. Nailed Thank it. Much. Thank you so much. Nailed it. As usual, mm -hmm. Bob Marley says it better than anybody else. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Where some of the finest women in the world actually also live. Shout out to Jamaica. <laughs> All right. We're going to plug our podcast right quick. Uh, so if you haven't already followed us on Instagram, check out at Overly Dramatic Podcast. We're on Instagram. Uh, you can follow. You can get little clips from the show on a daily basis. Um, we talk. We put little clips of Brent or me or both of us talking. Um, it's really cool. So check us out. Follow us. Uh, don't forget to follow us on YouTube as well. Like, subscribe, comment. We appreciate all the feedback and we thank you so much. Final thoughts, Brent? Um, not particularly, just be good to each other. Actually, here's another, here's a final thought. <laughs> here's a final <laughs> If somebody says something that they mean no offense by, try to not be offended and just talk with them. You know, that's for all the trannies out there. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. What did he say? Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh. oh that's a Rodney Dangerfield. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. That's, there's our final thoughts. There Everybody get into more Rodney Dangerfield. Everybody, man. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Don't but be so sensitive. Final. Don't be so sensitive. That's... If, a, if a person is a good person, don't make them a bad person because they make yeah. a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. I would say take every every person's uh, judge them by their actions, not overall, like a long term. Like, consider. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Don't dig up tweets from 15 years ago. No. Say, that's who you are now. No. That's the problem. Yeah. That's why it's a terrible religion because there's no road to redemption. It's just hellfire, it's just condemnation. There's, so. there's the two sides, man. That's yeah. this is how it's written. Let's let's do this for another hour. I'll tell you another thing that's <laughs> let's, wrong. Let's talk about religion. I just want to keep playing No Woman, No Pride. Yeah, no Woman. All right, let's end it, man. Head us out. Overly dramatic. The 
this has been overly dramatic. Brent has been. Oh, yes, he has. I have been nothing out of usual. (laughs) Patrick is so neutral and admirable. (laughs) Thanks for watching, everyone. See you next week. Peace.